This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here, I'm, I want to pass it off to Cam or Drew to talk about something real quick because I got to listen to something on my phone and I'm going to mute myself. Uh, we can cut this out if we want or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, this is all staying in. Unless Cam wants to edit and Cam can go and do it, but I'm not going to do that. Everybody, welcome to the Bruins and Bruins podcast, day the Hockey Podcast Network podcast, presented by Bruins Diehard Pride, Diehards DraftKings, uh, Raycon. Uh, this is episode forty-six of season four, the David Krejci episode. Um, yeah, I guess uh, not a lot has changed in the Bruins world since last we talked, so not a lot to go over there. I mean, we got the we got the nominations for the major awards and whatnot. Drew was just mentioning that off pod. I, we don't really I didn't to, save it for the con. Yeah. We, we don't really oh. need to talk too much about it. Um, Drew, what you drinking? I have here a nice ginger ale. Um, right. Last night though, got very drunk uh, off, the, <laughs> <laughs> off the, uh, the down East ciders, which it's been a while since I've had a, had a, one of those nights where I just drink a lot of cider and then at the end of the night feel horrible inside because of all the sugar. <laughs> um, uh, Downy cider, 37 tasteability and drinkability. We'll go like 18 just because it's a heftier one. Ginger ale, on the other hand, 37s all around. Oh, I love ginger ale. Unfortunately, it's Schweppes and I'm a Canada dry guy. Or, but, but you know what? It's still, it's still good. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <clears throat> um, let's see. I got a uh, Foundation Brewing Company Fruit Punch Jam. Sour ale with cherry, currant, guava, pineapple, milk sugar, and natural flavor. Love me some natural flavor. Checking in at 5%. And uh, it's got a nice, like, amber color to it. It almost looks like a red, but obviously it's sour, so. Uh, hmm. Ooh. That is Whoa. very punchy. Very fruity. Not terribly sour, more sweet. I mean, it tastes like fruit punch, for sure. 
definitely uh, you get the milk sugar, a little thickness to it, almost like a, almost like a fruit roll up, something that kind of flavor. Very nice. I mean, if that's what you're into, that's really tasting some guava. Oh yeah, the guava is what stands out there, oddly enough. Uh, drinkability gonna be. Hmm. Drinkability 20, tasteability 28. Yeah, good stuff, though. Chris, you've been intently staring at your beer. I'm curious. Is it a uh, beer or is it a... This is, this is not a beer. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to introduce this. Um, so this is, a, this is a, a soda, I guess. Um, it is labeled as a non-alcoholic malt beverage made with water, cane sugar, barley malt, select grains, hops, caramel color, and phosphoric acid. Um, I've never had this before. It's called Malta India. Um, it's apparently a Puerto Rican beverage. Um, I went to a, a local Cuban restaurant today and I saw it in the fridge and I was like, yeah, you know what? I will grab that. I've never tried this before. I'll have it on the pod. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to like risk being one of those, uh, like white girls on TikTok trying like indian food for the first time or anything like that so like i don't know what this is i'm not gonna be like i don't know uh, i'm gonna try it and just rate it we'll see what happens yeah that's nice that's uh it's very like barley wheat forward it's like hmm I would say it tastes like a very sweet, like Guinness, maybe. Like it's, hmm. but like it definitely has more of a cereal flavor to it. Like you really taste the grains. Like it's, I don't know. It's it's pleasant. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain with that. It, like, I'm like really curious. You, I'm like I have you, no idea where this is going. Yeah. When you described it like the cereal taste, I thought you meant like Lucky Charms or something. No, it's yeah. it's like the <laughs> just the grains and like I don't know. It's really the aftertaste that's that's like is that a really strong aftertaste of like grains? Um, yeah, I'm I'm not like super familiar with like barley and stuff, but like it really does like I would say barley probably the the heaviest. Like it's it's barley malt. Um yeah, I, I don't it's drinkability is going to be a little low just cuz it is like a really strong flavor, but it's not like Yeah, it's it's like if you took like a like an aggressive stout and took the alcohol out of it and put like a little extra sugar into it, I guess. So I'm gonna go drinkability like a ten, but tasteability is a thirty-seven. You can like it's just packed full of flavor. Um, also, I wanted to here. I'm, I want to pass it off to Cam or Drew to talk about something real quick because I gotta listen to something on my phone and I'm gonna mute myself. Uh, we can cut this out if we want or not. <laughs> no we're, this is all staying in unless cam wants to edit and cam can go and do it but i'm not gonna do that um because this is the Bruise and bruins podcast off season edition so what we got lined up for you 
this is kind of a choose your own adventure kind oh, of no. deal. Whenever we could do like we could do some like Druids and Druids. We could do oh, some no. other hockey talk. We could talk about the Celtics game, oh, man, game seven no. that they just dominated. Uh, but maybe maybe let's start let's start with some hockey. Um, so Florida beats the Leafs. Uh, Carolina will face them in the conference finals. Oh, West is looking kind of interesting. We have two game sevens out there, right? We got Seattle and Dallas or no. Um, Edmonton could force a game seven tonight at yeah, the time of this recording. Um, probably released tomorrow after that result. But what are your guys' thoughts? Um, you know, just having, I, I didn't, I haven't watched much. I'm still not there in the grieving process to really <laughs> do that. But like, just like keeping tabs on it and stuff, it just seems, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's been only a weird playoffs in, in a lot it of has been strange, especially the second <laughs> round, a lot of blowouts and such. Um, but like blowouts in like seven game series, which is, it's not like one team's been, you know, I don't think we've seen any sweeps or anything, but um, I, I've watched a fair amount of the Toronto and Florida series. I've watched really all of it. I haven't touched, I interacted with any Bruins stuff. I don't think I'm there yet, but uh, uh, very much uh, watching the rest of the playoffs. And um, that Toronto series has been really interesting. I feel like Florida was pretty much the same team that we saw in the first round. They've looked really hungry. They've been winning a lot of puck battles, just – uh, I mean, obviously Toronto is a talented team, but um, not a team that really it seems like is is urgently forcing uh, play to happen in a way that they can dictate. Like it's they're they're not you know forcing their game onto Florida, and it's the same thing that we saw in the first series of the Bruins. I mean, Florida is just a really good team in in the playoffs. It, it seems like when it comes to you know kind of forcing you to play the way that they want to, and I think there was so much of a narrative on like the extra after the whistle bullshit with the Bruins that like everybody thought that that was like, Oh, the Bruins aren't like getting into it. But like they kind of forgot that like the actual between the whistles when the play was happening, like the Bruins were never really set up to play the way they had all season. And I think it was the same thing with Toronto. That's how they kept Matthews and, and Tavares off the board all, all uh, series. Neither of them scored um, obviously really impressive. So I did not catch that. That's incredible. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of them had a goal all series. Um, uh, five games. Jeez. Yeah, tough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I will say Toronto got pretty fucked in game, in game five. Um, some questionable – there was a really questionable, like, pretty sure they scored under the goalie's pad kind of thing, but they couldn't tell. And um, But, you know, that is playoff hockey. It's not the first time it's happened in – um, at the end of the day, they lost because Ford was a much better team over the course of five games. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, how far this Panthers team can go because, I mean, you look at they knocked off, obviously, the Bruins in, in Toronto at this point. Are they favorites now? I don't know. Maybe. Who's as hot as them? Their goaltending's looked really sharp. Bobrovsky's been really good since he stepped in. Um I mean, I don't know. I, out West, I think either Vegas or Edmonton could be a good pick, but they're beating the crap out of each other. And I think both those teams have flaws defensively, especially too. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, it's going to be interesting. I think Dallas and Seattle has been such a weird series. Both of them have looked like really good and really bad teams throughout points of it. So um, really up for grabs. And I know there's been a lot of talk about like, hey, this is like going to be one of the first – 
uh, Stanley Cups for either you know one of these winners or um, the first in a while. Like nobody's won one recently who's still in it, so that'll be pretty cool. But really, I don't think there's a clear favorite at this point. Yeah, I, honestly, I think the the biggest thing for me is just like the narrative that the Bruins like got blown out in the last few games by a far inferior team has kind of been blown out of the water here. Like it just kind of seems like, okay, we got to give this team the credit that they're due. Like it's, it's not the same team from last year, but this is the president's uh, president's trophy winning team from last season. Like it's, it's a very similar team. Lar- largely, team, largely intact. They, they did trade for uh, one of the best players in hockey and Matthew Kachuk and, you know, trade away Jonathan Huberdeau and uh, Mackenzie Wegar, who are, you know, good, important players, but, you know, getting a really good star player back obviously is a, a huge deal. And that was probably the biggest thing that fell the Bruins in that series. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, the goaltending's garbage, but it's been good recently. So uh, you don't need to have a franchise goalie to win a Stanley cup. You need a goalie to be hot for like eight weeks and yeah. Dabrowski's hot right now, so we'll see. Like, you know what I mean? And they, I feel like they're in a pretty good spot where now it's like, right, if they need to like do the double switch again, like now Alex Lyons probably like he's got something proved now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's you never know with goals. Yeah, and I, I guess the other thing is my my hatred for the Panthers has waned so quickly. Like, I looking at all the other teams around, like that won the the Maple Leafs, like I did not want them to advance out of that series yeah. mm-hmm. um, to the Hurricanes. I I think I'm I'm still more sour on that Hurricanes team that the Bruins lost to last year than I am on this Panthers team. So no offense, Lancey, but I think I'd rather see the Panthers come out of the, I the agree, East. Yeah. Especially oh, to- total Panthers. offense, Lancey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Panthers. Uh, let's play a, a quick game of who who do you want and who do you think will? Uh, who do you want to win the cup and who do you think will at this point has the best odds? Uh, I want Vegas too because I'm in a playoff pool and I got them for a bunch of money if I win that. So <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, who do I think? Whew. You better be thinking Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, if, like, if they knock out Edmonton, I think they got a really good shot. Um, I think they're a better team than Seattle or Dallas. And I think like, I think they've been a better team against Edmund. It's just like the Connor McDavid effect, like he can keep in. And I know it hasn't been just him, but like Dry-Sidle you have too. to focus so much on that dude that like, and, and try sale too. But like, you know what I mean? That's, that's probably keeping this closer than it looks like it, or, you know, otherwise would be. So I do think Vegas got a good shot. Um, I also think, Florida, honestly, is, is looking really good. And Carolina is a really strong team. So I think whoever comes out of, you know, one of those three, that's, you know, I'm picking what three of the five, six teams left. But yeah. uh, for me, Florida would be my favorite to win it, like my who I think would. But I mean, they're really hot right now. And that's what you need to get in the playoffs. You need to go on a, a great streak, basically. Um, and I don't know when that might burn out for them when injuries could catch up with them at some point or um so i feel like they're gonna hit a wall at some point 
and so I wouldn't bet my money on them. But um, I think I wouldn't mind seeing Vegas. I don't want Carolina at all. Uh, I really don't want Florida to win it after all of this. So really anyone out west, preferably Seattle. I have the least issue like with like them as a franchise. <laughs> so like whatever. Um, but Dallas or Va- I don't want Edmonton. I, I just want them to have Connor McDavid, the best player in the world, and like suck. <laughs> I really just want that for them. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm sorry, Connor. Nothing against you. It's it's just funny. I'm I'm just really sour on that Edmonton team after they they pulled all that crap with Evander Kane and signing Jake Vertanen to that PTO. Just like I, I wish all of the bad things on that franchise um sorry to the fans of that franchise but Mm -hmm. like um yeah i would say like in order of who i want to win probably like dallas and seattle i think i have like neck and neck i like whoever wins that series i i would say i hope wins the cup um and then probably vegas then florida then uh, Carolina, and then all the way at the bottom, Edmonton. Now, Butch um, still wants his name on the damn cup, so he's yeah, to, yeah. He's um, and and then as far as who I think will win, I, uh, I mean the the two teams that have the best chance right now, or or I guess the three teams that have the best chance right now are the ones that have already inv- advanced. So I mean, um, picking well, out of those two have. Oh, who's? Uh, I thought Vegas had already. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Vegas is up three two. Could well, it depends okay. on they could do it tonight. Reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Last um, night for people. Who okay, well, so d- discounting all of that, like uh, who who I think will win, um, uh, probably Vegas. I, I think they've they've been playing really well. Um, I like what Dallas has though. Like, I would love to see Joe Pavelski win a cup. Um, cool. He's been playing great. He's, I think he kind of flies under the radar as like a Patrice Bergeron type. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, doesn't really, you know, Bergeron was always getting the like most underrated player in the league talk, like well past the time when everyone properly recognized that he's one of the best players in the league. And I don't think, uh, I don't think people like understand how good Joe Pavelski is both <laughs> offensively and defensively. Um, so he's really helping that team out. And I mean, Jason Robertson, awesome player. I haven't been paying super attention, but I feel like the word I've been hearing on Twitter is that he hasn't been playing very well in the playoffs so far. And Rope Hintz has been awesome. Um, and Jake Ottinger is a, a really good goaltender. So, I mean, that's, that's a team that I could easily see winning the cup and, uh, you know, if they pull it out against Seattle in game seven. Um, Speaking about easily able to see um, DraftKings, uh, <laughs> light the lamp and be able to see clearly during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook right now. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Mention available lines and odds from the DraftKings Sportsbook app for upcoming games. Please do not provide betting advice on how audience should wager. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. <clears throat> Drew. Yeah. Drew, Drew. Drew, let's face it. Coffee's starting at $5. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even without any customizations. And our bank accounts somehow always depleting. You and I drew around the town. Our bank accounts are always depleting. We're officially entering dun, 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 a dupe session. Dupe session. Dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe. That's what the dupe is. Dupe schmoop. Is I, crucial ju- I just realized highest. what that meant. I didn't realize that's what they were going for. That's what it's yeah, for, yep. And I read it. <laughs> well, that's crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price, Drew. So one dupe, just one singular dupe, you definitely should not sleep on is Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound. Just one of them. You don't need to pay both of them. Just pick your arm or your leg. And essential smart tech <laughs> listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They're hitting all the classics here. I love it. But the Raycon-omy. The, the buy now, pay later options right now. You can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot of five-star reviews. Go ahead and count them. 50,000 of them. Boom. More than 50,000. They go out One, and count those. Two, a lot. three. With functions like earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 50% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN, baby. All right. Very cool, Cam. Thank you for sharing. uh, I just wanted to share that. I know that was was right off the dome. Off the dome. Um, All right. Well, style. <laughs> uh out of the break i wanted to shout out uh our friend tina uh at Olimark on twitter um she hit me up and let me know that uh there is a bruise and bruins brazil like in brazilian portuguese um I'm, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that and try and find it uh she didn't know if they were like active this past season but it's a thing that existed i know in the past when we had location data for our uh 
for our podcast stuff. Like we, we don't really have great location data now, so we can really, <laughs> it's getting worse. We, can, <laughs> we can really only tell like when we're in, like we've made it in the charts for yeah, like specific ranked. countries. <laughs> yeah. You gotta um, get ranked. You gotta beat some like top some quad one wins. And then yeah. Be- you gotta, yeah. you got your, gotta get high enough up the scoreboard to have your name on but, the, uh, like the video game. But I do recall that uh, back when we had good location data, we had some listeners in Brazil. So I want to shout out Brazil. I know there are a lot of Bruins fans down there. So shouts Brazil. Oh, shouts Brazil. Um, and now I want to move the conversation over to the Boston Celtics. They play that uh, the basketball with the, the ball in the hoop. Uh, I've seen that sport a couple times, actually. Yeah. Um, it, it took me took me a couple games uh post Bruins losing game seven to like dive back into a position where I was ready to get hurt again um yeah going I, right back for game seven to TD Garden you really double dipping in the in the pot that's of that's off. how I felt that's too Chris cool. when I went that's to cool. go watch I was like, and after uh after game five uh with the Celtics losing and going down three two to the Sixers I was uh, questioning whether I had made the right decision <laughs> to get myself back in the game again. But uh, the Celtics have won games six and seven with Jason Tatum dropping 51 points in game seven. Uh, a pretty decisive victory over the Sixers. Um, kind of honestly felt disrespectful, <laughs> uh, you know, letting them think that they had a chance in this series all the way to a game seven. But um, yeah, I feel like this, the Celtics team is better than the one that went to the finals last year. Um, got, had players who are on the team last year who have made significant improvements, um, and simply just added a couple of players who also just, you know, bring exactly what the Celtics needed. Like Mal- Malcolm Brogdon, like that seems like an excessive ad uh sixth man of the year to a team that was you know favored to win the the championship in the finals last year um but i mean but my obviously like watching jalen brown and jason tatum is is always going to be fun but i personally enjoyed watching al horford put joel Embiid in absolute hell uh just locking him down i don't know how many points he ended up with in the in game seven but it was like it was in the teens and he did not have a very good shooting percentage horford Um, had a a a few threes in that like at big times when they really needed to turn the momentum or answer like i think the celtics did a pretty good job the first quarter was a little slow but they Eventually, at the end of the first quarter, Kai came back, but just like their ability to respond when the Sixers went up in that game, um, uh, I it's, it's the only basketball game I've watched and like, <laughs> like actually watched from cover to cover for like years. Probably, I would I would actually like to take credit for this win because uh, mm-hmm. I I tuned in in like the middle of the second quarter when the Celtics were down nine points and. Uh, same actually yeah yeah that was uh that was the worst it got for me so uh (laughs) very fun to watch uh i it really does put to bed those uh i know jason tatum was getting a lot of shit for 
you know, not necessarily performing well in the finals last year. Um, and then Jalen Brown kind of being the guy uh, in a couple of big games this year where Jason Tatum didn't really show up. Um, but from the fourth quarter in game six on, uh, just kind of really put that to rest. Like, not just... You know, he he broke the Celtics record for most points in a game seven and then broke the NBA record for most points in a game seven uh, that Steph Curry actually set like two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I love that guy. Um, I hope this hope this turns into a uh, parade in Boston, because I know a lot of Bruins fans need that. This is one of those times where I like wish I cared more about Celtics. Yeah. Every year at the beginning, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch this year, and then like I just watch college basketball instead. The, thing, the, the same as the Bruins. They just like they're always like competitive and really good. And obviously, like I, I mean, like modern day because the Celtics had like the '80s and shit where they just dominated. Um, but like they're good enough to get there. And just can't put like the final nail in the coffin, or they have some sort of you know their collapse. You know, <clears throat> like I mean, the Bruins won it in twenty eleven, and the Celtics in two thousand eight. That's that's it, right? And so. yeah, but both of those things felt like they should have led to more. Like the yeah, like- exactly. When you have that core together, yeah, Garnett, Ray Allen, yeah. It- and they got real close. I, I believe they were up three two on the Lakers in the finals and couldn't shut it down. Um, yeah, the those those things still hurt, and that's that's why I was hesitant yeah. to jump back in. But um, yeah, I I think we could pretty easily draw a connection to the Bruins, though, or like you know, it's a lot of a lot of it is like luck and not of not all of it has to do with you know you can have the right core and the right team put together and if you really think that changing things up is is the answer like fine um but in most cases if you have a competitive roster that has demonstrated that it has the ability to compete for a title keep running it back as long as you're not you know handcuffing yourself financially um so i think the celtics did a really good job of doing that shouts brad stevens um not not blowing anything up not trading jalen brown or whatever and not getting rid of marcus smart um you know as as much as i love kevin durant as a player like we've seen that bringing him in doesn't necessarily guarantee you a championship so i don't know like yeah, the Celtics could have won trading Jalen Brown and more for Kevin Durant, but you know, right now they're competing for one without him. Um, yeah. And I feel like the same goes for the Bruins next year. Like, obviously, they're not going to be able to afford to bring everybody back, but doesn't mean you should blow it up. If if I owned and ran a basketball, an NBA team, I would be all in on Patrice Bergeron. I'd be snagging that guy right now in free agents. <laughs> Buried treasure. 
Why am I just seeing in this video from Connor Ryan tweeting two years ago of Jason Tatum and Matthew Chuck in high school together doing a video project? Oh, it's very funny. <laughs> Wait, what? This feels like it's not real. Like I just as you were talking about this, I just scrolled by that. I was like, what yeah, the they hell? they went to high school together in St. Louis. What do you know? Small world. Um, I was gonna say something and that just totally blew me off. Oh, in case you're wondering how desperate for content um, certain publications are <laughs> <laughs> and uh, having the Bruins already knocked out, I just saw an actual article about whether the Bruins could package Charlie McAvoy, Jake DeBrusque, and Linus Olmark and trade it to Chicago for the Connor Bedard pick first overall and whether they should do that. So. And then take Adam Fantilli, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, nah, and then trade it away and just draft the game. Just fucking sign a college kid the Bruins way. I I will mention I I don't know if like I really like this and maybe it's something I like a little bit more about hockey is like this is the third time in the last four seasons I'll be Heat Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I kinda like how uh, I don't know, that doesn't happen too much in hockey where they're meeting <laughs> three times in the same like you see like a first round matchup a few times and stuff but like yeah. it's just weird that you know the teams are never wind up like being that dominant i, I mean the, the the lightning for sure did make it to the eastern conference conference finals a bunch like yeah I, but I like know. the same two teams yeah doing um, it. It, and the weird thing about that though is like i don't I don't know about you guys, but it doesn't feel to me like the Celtics and Heat have like this huge rivalry. Right. Like the, <laughs> at, back when LeBron was on the Heat, like, yeah, sure. Cause that was, that was another thing. The Celtics and Heat ended up in the Eastern Conference finals a lot back then as well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think of like Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler like being, <laughs> having this like big rivalry. Uh, I don't know. It, it should be fun though. I, I think that that Heat team is a, like it's scrappy. I mean, they they have Kyle Lowry now. That's uh, I know he's not like the biggest part of, of that team. He's not at least a, as big a part as he was of the uh, the Raptors teams he was on. But uh, like that that kind of attitude, like same kind of excited to see him and Marcus Smart like have a flop off. Like that's basically where I'm going. All right, you guys got anything else? I could not hear Cam over Drew bubbing. Gobies. Yeah, I got nothing else. I don't know. It's going to be, you know. It's going to I think the Bruins still have a chance. I'm back in denial now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>